because this is me moment. I had to tell my wife, I was like, I can't just podcast on demand, you know, I gotta warm up a little bit. You can't just go. You know, snap your fingers and go. You need a little pre-show. A little pre-game. How, how do you feel about playing some... Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. We're doing it. What are we doing? Oh, for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I got it. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... Take just, it? No, no spoilies. Oh, okay. No spoilies. Okay, I won't look. It's in... It's there. Oh, it's there. Ich bin leiden, leben. Laus. All right. Three. Two. Two. Whoa. One. Go. Oh, yeah. Podcast time. Squeaky chairs. Welcome back to another fine edition of the Flex to Post podcast, the 281st to be exact. I am Jason Lazy, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, Ivan. Welcome. Welcome to another week. This is Flex to Post recording. Wow. October 1st, 2019, streaming live to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lux to Pose every Tuesday night. Oh my gosh, you could come and join us Tuesday. All the action. Tuesday. Join us on Discord. Flux slash Discord gets you the invite into the greatest server where you can talk about your sleeping problems. You can talk about your pooping problems. You can talk about your weight loss problems. We do all of those things. Not a problem for me. <laughs> In, in the Flux to Pose Discord. And we, like every other single content creator, you probably are already out there or aware, aware of, as we have a Patreon. I don't want to plug it too much because it feels really shameless. So we'll talk about that later in the show. Welcome. Welcome. I'm happy to have you here. I hope you're, I hope you're listening. I know I am. Kind of. I I wanted to go full on Harry Carey, but then I thought that wasn't a good idea. I went Frasier. <laughs> oh, wow. I think that was Frasier, was it? I'm listening. This is Doctor Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Yeah, That's I think so. Good. I think so. Good. That's pretty good. You know, best best beast we've ever had in live action. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he fits the part. He got offers from the Blue Man Group after that. <laughs> I mean, when you think of when you think of an action role, though, you don't really think Kelsey Grammer, though, do you? No. I mean, to to reference our good friend Mr. Burboni, because he talked about it on PSVG DLC, Mikhail's Navy. Wasn't he in? Oh no! Was it? Was it Mikhail's? No, Down Periscope. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. Down, per, down Periscope. He's on the cover of that uh, one, isn't he? Yeah, in he the, was on that. In the trousers and the navy uniform or whatever. And then uh, I don't think he's been in any. He's probably been in something else, action based. Maybe I don't know. You I know mean, what he's, he's in been? Cheers? He's been putting that nose in some cocaine. <laughs> what is this true? Uh, that's what happened assuming? to him, wasn't it? He he like. Didn't he have that falling off the wagon thing where everyone found out he was doing drugs or something? And then, no, he was in McHale's Navy. Oh, no, more like this. Nope, sorry, sorry. Mm. I forgot. I looked up down Periscope and not Kelsey Grammer. He was in Sergeant Bilko too. Holy <laughs> shit, guys! 
<laughs> just like start looking through all the movies. He's like in the background. You do like those zoom ins and have this dramatic noise like, boom, he's there. Oh my God, he's there. God. And you've seen 23 everywhere. And Jim Carrey's going crazy. I like oh it. my God. Oh. I like it. I, I do like it, I guess. But yes, I mean, he did. Kelsey Grammer did cocaine. Oh, uh, well. E-I-E-I-O. Today, today I learned Kelsey Grammer did cocaine. E I E I E I E I blow. Oh, like yeah, with a prostitute here and a prostitute there. Eight ball here and eight ball there. Oh. Two hookers and an eight ball. You can't be mad at me. That's a song title. It's not my fault. Mm, I saw them in concert. Fun fact. Did you really? Yeah. All right. At the Orbit Room. Oh, inside. Is that does that even still exist? Yes. In I haven't ever seen, like, anytime I see upcoming concerts, though, I've never seen anything there. It's always at the Pyramid Scheme or the, whatever the Bob's one is called, of uh, 20 Monroe, 20 Monroe <laughs> no, Live. Just call it the Bob. I know what the you mean, Bob. but yes. The Bob. Yeah. We've got 10 floors of entertainment. Just to, to um, you can re- fall down the staircase and die. <laughs> I'm so drunk. Why can't I leave this building? Just keep going up and down. I'm gonna slide down this staircase. Look out! (laughs) Hold my beer. Oh God! God. You know what happens. Um, Just to rewind real quick, please, because we're going to weird places already. Kelsey Grammer drugs. You, if you Google that, (laughs) not all one word. It's a whole subset. Yes, first two. Well, first three articles. Inside Kelsey Grammer's turbulent life of drug addiction. Sad informational kelsey grammar wikipedia of course you got to have that up there third thing family murders led to kelsey grammar to addiction oh god yeah so like kelsey murdered family members or there were murders <laughs> in his family that <laughs> a little bit of both because i mean either either is plausible it's true he's a big man he could really strike wow. you down you know wow well i just uh you know, I Oh my God! Is of... did you know that uh, I I was consulted for episode uh, seven, and uh, <laughs> didn't they didn't even get a credit. They didn't know. They, they didn't even use my screenplay. They went in a a different direction. George uh, just makes George Lucas very angry. <laughs> no, that's it's true. Okay. Though. I'm just gonna it's go true. back to my ranch. He was consulted, and then he was disappointed. Yeah, I remember reading that. I think. And, you know, at the time, and then you know, and then, and then you can be like, "Well, fuck you, George." They have, they don't. You sold that, right? This so is what have, selling means. I mean, it's it's you created this thing, but you have no creative input any longer because you sold it all away. It's true. That's you're what lucky happens. you had creative input at all. Although um, I'm curious, I am curious what what way he would have taken those films. Curious. Well. The first three, the prequel movies, were any indication? Midichlorians? Yes, lots of midichlorian counts. There's an app for that. <laughs> should we should we get, get the show going? Yeah. We, let's close on this. Let's bring, this has been an interesting intro. Let's though. bring it full like circle real, really quick and say that Kelsey Grammer saw his father die at the age of 13 during a home invasion. We'll leave it at that. If that doesn't get you, that sounds like a podcast, you know, like those true story, celebrity, horror, uh, background, 
thing. It's just like a Dateline investigation. You need the, the Silver Fox. I can't think of his name, but he has the very distinct voice, and he would talk. Deckard and Kane? Will... <laughs> no. Yes. I'm a Deckard Silver Kane. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Fun my... fact, I watched I watched the, the one show I'm going to walk, talk about tonight, What You Playing. They had a sound bite. We had like these, they were supposed to be like these, I don't know if they were disembodied angelic figures or what talking. Mm-hmm. And they sounded like it, it was like the Protoss voice. Oh God. The, um, they sounded like yeah. the zealot, like the, like the test from Starcraft. Yeah. That's what they sounded like. Oh, okay. I expected he's like, it's me. And I was expecting it to say, I'm inside the shell of a dragoon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh God. Whatever. Uh, uh, let's no, no, keep no, no. going here. Okay. Let's go. Just let's keep go going. With it. You're not even done let's... introing everything. <laughs> I know, that's that. why. We went off on these great tangents. Flux Suppose Radio, the next volume, hopefully this week. Everyone, bring your own bullets. I, I was thinking about this, though. We've been doing this, like, bass backwards all the time. We're always like, we always would, the month's episode would release at the end of the month. That's dumb. The month's episode should release it. So, like, the next episode after this one should be, it releases at the start of the month. Yeah, instead of the, that's how the, we started. The, and then it, we yeah, got behind. I don't know what happened. It's stupid. But we're going to fix that. At some point. Yeah. We will so like, Let's say, like, for example, like, we want to do something for a theme. Like for Valentine's. Or, well, yeah. you'd have to release that Halloween. at the start and not afterward. Although Halloween's right at, you know, the end of the month anyway. But then, you know, after Halloween, nobody wants to keep enjoying Halloween. You're done. You're one to just eat turkey and watch football. Yeah. November. It'll be um, games with turkeys in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so lots of Streets of Rage. Oh, yes. Trash turkeys. Mm. Yeah. And apples. Okay. Those weird... What was the deal with... What's the deal with trash apples? I always thought they looked like crowns. I thought like they... Crown jewels. I thought they... Up. Yes, I could see that. I thought they were dipped in caramel, but upside down and then... <laughs> like oozing? Yeah. Onto the plate. <laughs> 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 they like ever so melted? The caramel yeah, is yeah, dripping. 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 Um, safe. Our first exclusive piece of content for the Flexipose Legion, Safe Space, is launching... In October, this month, means we got to do it. So th- look forward to that. And I thought, you know what? He's been asking for it. He's been talking about it since it happened last year, and I can't let Paul Calico down. It's October. It's time to play a scary game. It's time to stream me playing that scary game. It's time to return to the land of the Nebuchadnezzar. That's right. <laughs> Dead Space 2. I started playing it like a year ago, so I'm going to start over and start playing it again. Don't worry. I only finished the intro level, but I'm looking oh, forward yes. to going back. Dude, the intro space. is like the greatest, man. It gets, yeah, it's intense. Starts you right off. The, the guy's throat gets like stabbed and he's like, and he dies. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of cool moments in two. Two is All great. that stuff happens. Two is great. It's good. Looking forward to it. And that's it, man. That's that's our stuff. That's all the things I have to, I'm contractually obligated to say for the betterment of this podcast. True. And for you listeners, let's talk about our lives so you can feel better about yours in a little segment we like to call IRL. And then you play that Ren and Stimpy music. It's new. It's IRL. It's fresh. It's called self-loathing and depression. Welcome to IRL, flexed style. I do have a couple funny. I do have a couple funny stories. Though, they better this. be funny. You cannot. You can't say they're funny and then they don't end up being so funny. I think for the the overall flow of the show, I think we should start with your story. Okay. And then we'll go with mine. Okay, that's fine. Just, mine's not. Fit. Mine's not really funny. It's just 
the thing that happened. No, that's so, what I was saying. So okay. it might, Thank maybe you. Be, you know, it Thank might you. resolve the mood, like turn the mood around because right. I feel like you might be, there might be some somberness in this. Well, I'm trying not, I'm going to try not to take it there. I'll just get that out of the way right now. So, well, just say like people shouldn't be douchebaggy friends to other people. That's true. That's true. You know, if you're, if you're friends with somebody who's inviting you to their bachelor party, courtesy that the common courtesy would to be at least would be to at least respond and say that you can't go and not make that person have to contact his own very own friends to get an answer from him yeah from them. so what i'm saying is i was setting up a bachelor party for my brother-in-law and he basically had to contact everyone more than once one to let them know because i made a facebook event and invited them all and you know, I don't really check my Facebook that often, but if no. I see an event that I know, like, is a bachelor party, then I will yeah. respond to it. I'll be like, well, that, what and, is this? and to be fair, I think that's how that's how I coordinated yours. And, and isn't that how you yours, coordinated mine? Yep. And yeah. diaper parties and all sorts of things. Yeah. So it works. It's a it's a it's a plausible medium for yeah. success. It's, right? When you don't know the people very well, you that's that's how you do it these days. What am I going to do? Oh, Mail out invitations? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you for a peek behind the curtain. Are Ooh. we recording a local backup? Yes, yes we are. Okay, very good. Carry on. <laughs> we we've got like 20 minutes of pre-show because <laughs> um, I would rather be safe than sorry. Um, that's safe and then sorry, not than sorry. I'm always sorry after we do the show. Mm, um, yeah, me too. So. That was the first struggle, was actually getting anybody on board. That was, that was the first red flag. Yes. And guess what? Nobody showed up. And I knew this was going to happen because, like I said, he had to contact them again after saying, hey, you're invited to be like, are you you're coming or no? Do you, do you think he just got like these are like distant relationships with these people? Yes. Or do you think like they just aren't, you know? They're not very close friends. He lived with one of the guys, but after he was like, I'm not going to drink every single night. Then the dude was like, whatever, I don't want anything to do with you then. So he was one it's of funny those funny how people. that happens. Yeah. I, have tr- I had friends like that too. Your life is different than mine. We can't be friends anymore because now I see myself in the mirror of you and it, I realize I'm actually a giant loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a serious relationship and trying to better your life and I just want to keep on hanging out in my underwear. <laughs> I'm almost 40 and I still feel like I'm in college. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, so yeah, I, but here's the thing. It wasn't a surprise. So I planned for this. And guess what? I was right. Even the person, the the one of the people who was in the wedding, the bride's brother, his brother-in-law. One of the ones doing, he should know very well. Yes. He was doing this. He was doing the to my posts on the Facebook event. He was going, thumbs up, thumbs up. No actual response. I'm like, oh, oh, you're very familiar with this activity on Facebook, I believe. Am I? Yeah, you used to always give Mike a hard time because that's what you. Oh you would yes, respond. Yes, you'd always respond to everything with just a thumbs up. Yes, post. I have. Sorry, you I haven't posted on Facebook in so yeah. long. But you, and then we'd say, "You're like, well, that's all I know. I, I want you guys to know I read it. Give it a thumbs up." Yeah. Well, some of that sometimes, su- such as this uh, occasion right here, <laughs> it requires a response more than thumbs up. Like, huh? I'm going, or sorry, I can't make it, or. Do I have to bring my own beer? You know, all sorts of things that you could say. Um, so when I saw the thumbs up, I'm like, yeah, he ain't coming. I know that for sure. Sure enough. It, it's like the passive aggressive way of being like, I don't want you to call me out for not coming. 
So I'm going to do thumbs up to make you think I'm at least paying attention. And then I'm just going to not really talk to you and just not show up. So, and I planned for that. So in the end, it it was him and I. And you know what? Just just him and I. Um, It was okay. Because they are getting married, or they're doing their reception at a golf course. And uh, Quail Quail Ridge. When is that wedding? October 12th. So, like oh, so weeks, next week, basically. Yeah, next, next weekend. weekend. Um, so he was like, I think we get to play golf for free. Like you and you and me and the best man. I'm like, okay, well, can you, can you check on that? And he goes, yeah, I'll see. But it was the person who was, who we were talking to before. It's like, okay, that's weird, but whatever. Never did. <laughs> so then I talked to his, his wife to be wife to be. And uh, based on your other stories, this isn't going to end well either. Well, no, she she was like, I'll get it figured out. So she emailed and did it. And I was like, the answer was yes. What? Yes, you do. So it's a yes from me. It was a yes. And guess what? I I called them up. I did. Now, see, here's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call the golf course. And they're going to be like, uh, what? We don't do that here. You know, because you call the pro shop to do the tea time and then probably like who promised you that we don't do that here. You know, that whole song and dance. We don't serve your kind. (laughs) Um, Your clubs love to golf outside. Oh, I've, I've already been there once. And I'm like, does this place have a dress code? That's it's nicer than any, any, sorry to anyone that enjoys golf. I hate it. Well, I hate golf. I call them up. Fucking hate golf. Unless it's on the switch or the, or it's Mario. Oh yeah. Mario golf. Mario golf is fucking cool, but regular golf. Hate it. Um, so I call them up and they were like, yeah, that's cool. We'll put you down for this tea time, whatever you want. And to their credit, I'm thinking, all right, it's going to be like, Ooh, Ikebad. It's going to be like nine holes. I'm going to have to pay for another, uh, for a golf cart, you know, all that nonsense. Nope. You can play. I, I asked him, he said, no, you can play as you can play nine. You can play 18, whatever golf carts included. Just go have fun. Like what? We just get to go play for free? Are you serious? Wow. So bravo on them because Did you take the card off any sweet jumps. No, actually, now here's the story. This morning glory. This is why I'm telling you about this because it, as you may remember, it was raining that morning. And golf course when it's cloudy does not dry out very quickly. In fact, it's sort of on the fairway. It's almost like there's a river just underneath that green grass, because if you step in that after it's rain, it's just literally, it's a swamp. Oh yeah. My feet were wet within seconds of, of beginning to play. So that said, my feet were soaked and after a while, you just kind of forget about it. You know, it wasn't cold. So that was something, but it was wet and miserable. Of course, you don't know how that's going to affect the golf course. Me as a professional golfer, I'm thinking, all right, does this make the course fast? Does it make the greens fast? Does it make it slow? Because you think there's water. And of course, all the grass is wet. So when you get in the rough, you're just, you know, cutting the grass every time you take a swing because it's sticking to your golf club. But I will tell you this. You want to know a little trick? The sand yeah. pits. or the, the No, uh, actually, I don't want to know a trick because I'm never going to play. Listen, but I'm Jack. I'll pretend for the betterment of the listeners. I'll I'm pretend. Yeah. Jack Nicholson or whatever that guy's name is. Who is the professional uh, golfer? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, not that guy. The other guy. He has uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> 
that's my that impression. That was the of best it. non-speaking impression I've ever seen. Um, he's the guy who has the Jack um, Nicholas. Nicholas, yes, Nicholas. I mean, you had two of the words, right? <laughs> um, I was gonna say this he is, had that half and Kevin, half. Kevin, this is like watching Lucas talk about the Ninja Turtles again. I at least I said I didn't know what the guy's name was. I just he had his own golfing game on the Nintendo or something. Anyways, so the sand traps. When it rains, it pours. And when it pours, the sand traps get hard, like my penis. And so it, <laughs> I just went there because I knew I saw your eyes and you were going there, too. So the sand traps were basically like cement. As far as I was concerned, you didn't have to blast it out of there. You could just right play them as usual. Yeah, they were better than the rough. Hell, they were better than the fairway half the time. So I just shot for him. Well, let's be honest. No matter what I'm shooting for, I'm not going to hit it anyways. I'm just lucky if the ball goes straight when I hit it. So it was one of those deals where we got better as we went along. And we played nine holes because, quite honestly, our feet were just disgusting. Um, but we had a lot of fun. And uh, I was surprised at how quickly I picked it back up. It took me about three holes. And um, I was able to basically – I only lost two balls. So our final scores were – Par was 36 out of on the front nine. I had a 54, and Derek, my brother-in-law, had a 76, I believe, or something like that. He lost, I think, like eight balls or something. Damn. Yeah, I lost two. Now that's good. This is a hard course, though. This had like sand traps, and there were in the middle. It was broken up by uh, not trees, but like super long grass that you would never get your ball back from or rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. Really heavy, rough, like, like super rough. Um, so it was challenging. It's quite challenging, but, uh, did the best I could. The only negative was that <laughs> the only negative was I'm just that gonna impersonate gifts on that. I guess I'm sorry. You're the gift man. Um, you're the gift that keeps on gifting. So the only negative was that, there was a outing there and it was, I was hoping that we were coming in towards the end of it so that we didn't have people stacking up behind us, but because it was raining, we weren't allowed to take the, the golf carts on the course. We had to keep them on the path, uh. which means every time we shot, we had to drive up the path, get out, walk all the way across the fairway, walk all the way back. So everybody was, should have been doing that, but there are people who, probably weren't following the rules and then catching up to the people who were following the rules. So we let some people pass, but it was kind of a moot point because the people behind them just caught up by the time those people were with like out of driving range. So that was probably the only thing we kind of felt a little bit rushed because we didn't want people to see how bad we were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the always thing like, you know, we always have work outings with golf too. And I was like, I always like, I have so much anxiety that would build up about that first tee off. Cause you got to yeah. tee off in front of everyone, especially in my one job, because they were a bunch of misogynistic assholes. And you can just imagine the type of guy, you know, they much tried to relish that, that machoism, uh, like, yeah, yes. And that whole, you know, um, fraternity the frat house mentality oh, like so it's like you know yeah so you just like it was always like nope you can't be the worst because they're gonna pick you out because the weakest one always gets picked out of the pack and made an example of i mean and just look at me i mean visually i'm the weakest one i'm just you know i'm already <laughs> in that category come on you know? jason if you can pick up your clubs <laughs> you're neener <laughs> so yes 
It was a it was a good old time. Then after that, we got some dude. We got some famous Dave's barbecue. Now I'm not a really big famous Dave's fan. It's fine, whatever. But I will say this: we got the feast for two. That hit the spot like no other, man. I don't know what they did to that food, but it was delicious. Spitting it, probably. That's fine. <laughs> it made it, it made it better. Oh, oh it made it good. Made it good. And then it got awkward towards the end of the night because it was kind of like we ended up not really. We played a little bit of Mario Party, um, in some uh, Mario Kart, and then it was kind of like, uh, all right, like, I'm gonna go what, home. What it, yeah, <laughs> you want to just leave now so I can go do something? Yeah, <laughs> he was like. He's he's the type of person who really doesn't care. So I was like, "Do you want me to spend the night? Because there's really no reason for me to, and just go home and go to. I mean, they live within five minutes of me, so just go okay. home and sleep in my own bed. Yeah, right. I mean, so that's what we did. So it was more of like a a, a guy's hangout day than anything. But uh, he was happy, and I was happy because I didn't have to be around a bunch of douchebags who I don't even know, being like, "Come on, man, drink." I went to a bachelor party that was like that. Yeah. Fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I was trying to yeah. fight off disease and death. So I was just like, okay, if I get through Saturday, my body's just going to release the toxins into my body. And I'm just going to be on my deathbed after this because everybody <laughs> in my house is still sick. It's like round two of sickness. It's ridiculous. I'm taking all the, I, I put in the chat, I was like, I'm taking all the Ollie vitamins and probiotics and you're you are basically just forever sick yep yep i read a statistic i can't find it now but i wish i could but every time you have a kid it basically doubles your chances of getting sick you've got the kids and then your wife works with kids so you're just you're screwed basically yep and then we just started leaving the house recently around all these other kids right and now that the baby is like old enough that it's not as difficult to take her around with us we leave the house more often. So having been home that long time, we don't have the built up antibodies. So we go out, touch something and immediately shrivel into a, a wasted. It, it's actually, death. it's actually probably the chemtrails from the government. Well, I know. Isn't and, it kind of fluoride in your water? Isn't it kind of ironic that they're spraying for the triple E virus all of a sudden? Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like population control, my friend. They spray it out so that we'll become docile and don't realize that we're being, uh, I don't know, fat. Uh, oh, yeah. Impossible burger. It's it's made of people, et cetera. Soylent green. Soylent green. That's right. Now in Soylent blue flavor. Ooh. And that's all I have to say. That's it. That's Perfect. everything. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I, I wild away trying to plan this damn party for two. Well, at least he had fun, you had fun, and that's all that matters. That was I mean, all that matters. You're the good friend. It was weird that he tried to kiss me at the end of the By night. By family. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> that, like, it's not that kind I of mean, party. That does, it was kind of like that scene in I Love You, Man. Except he did kiss him. Yeah, yeah. It I, was the taste of betrayal. <laughs> Peter, taste of betrayal. I need to watch that again. It's been so Dirty long. Dirty slut. <laughs> uh, so the first, the first tale I want to regale you with Last week, it was time. It hadn't happened in a while. I needed to, my wife mowed, and I was like, I really need to get the old weed whacker out. And Whacking do some, trim. some weeds. I need to trim 
the landscaping and where we cut down wait, those trees. Is this trees, a euphemism or okay, trees? Never mind. <laughs> it's like, wait, where, where are we, we going? Cut down those trees, like those trees had sprouted or trying to sprout new branches. All the, the weeds are overgrown. Stop so I like trees. I'm like, ah, just hacking it all down, except those branches are so thick. I really, I'm going to have to get the hedge clippers up to cut those down. And then eventually, you know, I'm going to have to saw, saw them down to like ground level and then dig holes and saw them down and bury them because I'm not paying somebody to stomach grind them. Well, I start hacking my way through this, the, the, the brick. <laughs> so thick, you know. I wear, I got, you know, I got the, I got this, the earmuffs on. I got the safety glasses. It's good because sometimes I, you know, you, you hack through some deep shrubbery and it's just like, it's like, it's like killing xenomorphs out there. There's stuff spattered yeah, yeah. all over my body, my weed, eyes, everywhere. Weed whacking is just making green juice, basically. Yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden, this this projectile hits me in the leg, and I see it like stick there. I'm like, shorts Man, or I, jeans. I wear shorts. I don't. Doesn't care. that always? Like, yes, that always happens when you're wearing shorts. It's like, damn. I'm like, I don't care. I am. I have a beard. I am a lumberjack. I will defy nature. Okay. So this projectile flies at me, hits me in the leg, and it sticks there. I'm like, damn, that really like that chunk flew there. And I notice as that happens, something lands on my arm. Then I notice that the spot on my leg is burning like the seven bins of hell. And I looked out and I just see the object of an in, the outline of an insect. So I just like immediate reaction. I'm just like death claw, get off of me! And I just like explode this bug in my fist of anger. And then I shake the other one off. Then I see the swarm emerge from the ground of yellow jackets. And I've been down this road before. This has happened to me. I'm like fuck this. Much like uh, <laughs> drop everything much and like, run. Much like the, this channel Superhuman. I'm like. Fuck this shit. And I throw it out <laughs> on the window and I sprint across the yard. Yes. I come in. That's what you do. As, as it's, there's just this burning sensation. I like tell my wife, I'm like, well, that really burns. She's like, what? I thought she, she like, she thinks I had sweat in my eye. I'm like, no. And I look down and I'm like, there's something in my leg it's still. Like a so grapefruit like, on your leg. I like go into the, the bathroom. I'm like, I need you to help me right now. And I put my leg up on the counter. Sure enough, like there was still like the lower um, thorax. Oh, yeah. Part. And the stinger still lodged into my leg. And uh, those things Suck got me the good. poison. Because <laughs> they swelled up like something fierce. And then when I, I, was taking a, I took a cold shower because I was sweating and gross anyway. And that thing just was pulsating. Oh, I bet. Burning. Damn, uh, And even the next day, and they see them still now. They're like itch. And I only got stung twice. And last time I got stung like six, seven times. So those little yellow jackets. I'm assuming, I'm thinking it was yellow jacket nests. Oh, I was going to say, do you know what they are? Because yellow jackets are freaking mean dude yeah the only thing worse is those ones that make uh their their little layers in the holes in the ground like they instead of making nests they like do the holes in the ground that was this that was that okay yeah i hate bees dude i see one bee awful i don't like it well bees you have to love bees bees are integral to the ecosystem of the world okay Bees are important. We have I don't, a lot of okay. let me or bumblebees around the area. I was going to say, let me differentiate. I don't like hornets or yellow jackets or Okay, wasps. you cannot like those. Okay, those you are hate all those. fucking horrible. You would like these awesome. I get like these super omega big wasps that are like, they have like blue wings and they're like twice the size of normal wasps. They they're look like, like that hor- that bee drill from, from Pokemon. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> no, I'm pretty long. sure. I'm pretty sure they're like one of the Zerglings. Okay. Oh, I think one of those earlings like morphs into this thing. Because <laughs> it turns into that sack, that yeah. pus, and then, you know. <laughs> that old man nut sack, and then it emerges into emerges a. Emerges and screams and yeah. finds the first victim. 
the uh, yeah. Ah, the beauty, yeah. <laughs> the beauty of giving birth. What was it? What the heck was it called though? It was evolution chamber. You gotta have the evolution chamber to get those advanced uh, zergs. No, know? see, I, I thought all you do is just you you plop down the equivalent of the barracks, the thing that makes the zerg. You hatch them because you zerg were annoying because you had the little you had to um you had the maggot things right, and then they, they had to like yeah, and then evolutionize them up or whatever. It's, yeah. it's like, how am I supposed to do Zerg Rush if I'm waiting for evolution to take over? Hey, ask Sean Capri. Things? He can do it. He can do it. I hated them. I hated them. Tearing all the way. Get out of here. Float my base up in the air. You can't catch me. I'm going to the other side of the map. <laughs> well, also this week, okay, so this actually must have been, this was actually, I think, the next day after this event. Because while my wife was out mowing, I had brought my son to the backyard and we were playing around for a little bit. And um, so I'd been running around on the grass with him. And I I decided, I was like, you know, I hadn't worn those shoes in a while, so I wore them to work the next day. So this was a, a Thursday, I think. I come into work and I, you know, walk into work like I, I normally do. Like walk you own the place? My, walk into my office, <laughs> sit down, do my thing. You know, I'm checking through my emails, getting the day started. And I'm sitting there looking around my office, and I, and I see over by where I came in, like, this thin layer of, you know, when, like, when you have mud that sticks to your shoe, and it gets caked on, but then that little, that little, like, that little shaving almost falls off that's hard in it, and it's like a little yeah, thin yeah. layer it's of It's got to be that cake. special mud that's almost like clay, kind of, because yeah, it's just yeah. thin so, enough. So it's yeah. sitting there, and I, I see that sitting there, and then all of a sudden I'm, like, sitting there at my desk, and I'm like... What the hell it smells like shit? <laughs> well, at your workplace, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the bathroom. I'm like, it smells like shit in here. And then also, I look at my shoe. I'm like, oh no, that I just I have this huge, this huge dookie of huge. dog shit smashed into my shoe. You're wearing and, like uh, the wait, wait. Is this this was in there? This was like a stealth bomb because you said you hadn't worn the shoes in a while. Well, it had to happen when I was running around my yard that night before. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. So I must have stepped in and some dog poop from my yard, wore it into work the next day. So then I like walk into the kitchen, leaving trails of dog poop, like wash (laughs) off my shoe. I can't get it off. I'm like scraping it with paper towel. What's the? Finally, I just finally I just bite the bullet. I just got. I'm in the sink using my fingers and scraping it off. Oh god! Because my shoe, these were were a pair of my Sockinies, and they have you know a flat bottom, but they have. That's what I was just going to ask. Like have all like triangle like cleats all through it, so it was wedged (sighs) in between those cleats. Well, after I get that all cleaned up and washed up, then I go back to my office and then I look, and there you can see the one footprint all the way across the carpet of poop stain all through the office. So I I left I left a poop print all the way and it goes straight into my office so it's like i can't be like oh fedex fedex guy came in did it nope you should have yeah i was gonna say you should have come out made a big like noise about it like, who the hell was in my office like i did with the uh the crumply paper the crusty paper towels that were left in the bathroom yes yeah um i'm happy to say though some wet paper towel did clean it up there's no standing remaining but it was like do you that. have cleaners that come at night and do the we building? do but they don't do carpet so i had them i had requested and they haven't done it yet like an estimate for like some spot tra- some spot cleaning it'd probably be like 100 bucks but shit now it's just baked into the carpet you can't well you can't well, even, you can't even it see now. it now because yep. I, I i tell you the wet paper t- the wet brownie just took it those commercials don't lie man there you go you can eat off that floor 
Yeah. Eat off that floor. Vanessa pizza, Vanessa pizza off that floor on Friday. <laughs> floor pizza is the best pizza. It's our it's our seventh anniversary. We got free pizza. And guess what? We're gonna have some games. We're playing some cornhole also. And gonna have that drink cart at the end of the day. You got you guys wow. fine selections. Solid gold all day. Or guess what? We're gonna live lawless. We got white claws. White baby. claw. Oh, ain't no wow. laws. Dude Reno, you're gonna start looking for a new job. This the you just got this job. Does, does it suck? What's going on, man? Sorry to hear that. Tell us. Regale us with your tales of IRL. Tell us in chat. We'll recap. So that's what that's what happened. So uh, you know, don't don't track dog shit around now, your office. Does anyone know that this happened, or did you get away scot free? Uh one of my buddies saw it, but and nobody else really cared. Oh. But I'm not really worried about it because someone else, one of our salespeople, just like brings her dog in the office once in a while, and he, that dog has pooped and shit in our carpet. So it's like whatever. <laughs> there you go. Well, I was no, gonna I say don't, I don't get that because it's not like she like talked it over with her boss, which is also my boss, the CEO. And it's like, hey, can I bring my dog in here? You just do it, and it's just like it's just weird. I don't know. We've got there's a lot there's a lot of things have gotten a little too lack. In our office, there's a lot of people. Are like, the culture is a little too laid back, so I like it that we, we got this new sales director that's going to come in, and he's well, we've already hired him, but he's going to like shake things up a little bit. So I'm looking forward to those. Karen, days. stop bringing your fucking dog. Nobody <laughs> likes it. Yeah, exactly. Boom. That's how you handle the situation. That's, I don't know. That's, that's Karen, but poor Karen. Hey, I, hey you got You can't use real names all the time. That's true. It's so. it's nobody's named Karen. Listen, yeah. you don't want to do anything that's going to give you. Uh, a name, a nickname. You don't want to be Pushu around the office. Hey, Pushu, get over oh, yeah. here. Try not to speak up, up the like, place. They encourage, like we're trying to up our... You shit our, heel? We're trying to up our clout. Oh, on, uh, can't do that on, anymore. On, on uh, Glassdoor. So they had, you know, all of us, employ- we had, you know, employees leave reviews. And I was like, well, for your job title, like, you know, my joking job title in the office is wizard. And I was like, <laughs> well, if I put my actual job title... I'm the only one with that job title. Everyone's going to know this is my anonymous review. That's and true. after I thought about it for a while, I was like, fuck it. I don't care. So I just left it. And uh, I was like, I don't care what people think. Whatever. But, but that's also why I'm not going to ever put, you know, you can post anonymous salaries. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to post that on there. <laughs> Good wise man. Because I don't you... know how, what, what, made up, what made up position I would give myself otherwise. Great place to work, but smells like shit all the time. Good review. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Uh-oh. Um, that's no good. Oh. I'm not, I I don't think I've um I haven't uh, heard what uh like what is the like the nature of your employment? Like what industry or is it like a call center type thing or um or what is it you're doing? I'm not I'm not familiar with it. So, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad you look you have got that backup plan, but I I hope that maybe there's maybe they they're going to look at you and they'll be like, "You know what? This dude Reno guy He's got a lot of upside. He just needs I like you, a little kid. more nurturing. He's got a little more <laughs> nurturing. The sky's the limit. He's going to do it, Joe. You need, you need that guy who's like, I'm going to take you under my wing. I'm going to show you the ropes. You're like, no, I hate oil. this job. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be good. I want you to fire me. Please stop. That's what I did at you Target. That's true. Do you want to maybe go uh, around the, the webby, webby? You know? Wait, I was overprepared. I got so scared. I, 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 I was got, like, got, my gosh, we've got it. We've got a segue into around the web. Fuck it, let's audio. play. It. Let's do it. We're there. Going around the web. Gonna go all the way around the web. We're gonna go all the way around the web. Around the web. Oh my god, that was that was great. That was beautiful. We should just do that every week.
I'm gonna And then maybe I'll maybe I'll actually learn the drum pattern by then. <laughs> I'm gonna just instead of cutting that out and saving it, I'm just gonna do it live. Just do it live. I, I well, you know, some podcasts take a lot of uh pleasure in their their audio editing and their pristine mm. quality for mm-hmm. listeners, and there's people at us that just wrap out the shit we do in live and post it out. We don't fix anything in post, so like J Lo, we're real. You know what I'm saying? We don't cut out the don't uglies. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm, I'm still, still Jenny, Jenny from the still block. Jenny from the block. Yeah. Hell Used yeah. to have a little. Now I've got a lot. Everywhere I go, I still know where I came from. Yeah. Now she just does songs about ass with Iggy Azalea or whatever. Azalea, Azalea, Azalea. Uh sure. Uh Lucas, we got some things to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Starting off. Because I felt bad, once again, he, he submitted us a topic, and I neglected it, and he's Dan, the man, who's here in chat right now, hanging out with Dude Reno. He gave us a story. Yes. After a prominent Lions win two weeks ago, unlike last week, he said, congrats to your football team. Happy Sunday. Headline, WFAB, woman was sent to the hospital. Um, After biting the testicles of a camel that was sitting on her... <laughs> What? At a Louisiana truck stop. Louisiana. I mean, not not a no, place known for their camels, I don't think. I mean, I see. Right. Uh, top story police report surveillance video indicate surveillance video indicate couple involved in camel biting incident may have not been entirely truthful. <laughs> what the I mean, oh, breaking news, new video of camel biting incident. I agree with Lucas by the way, dude Reno. I mean, Oh yeah, I, I think, said don't let him turn I think you here's in what an I think. asshole. Here's what I think. You know, it, you know, you're you're not familiar with the process yet, and as you gain that familiarity and build that confidence, I think you're going to be able. Your voice is just naturally the inflection and your tone is going to grow with that. I mean, it's just going to be some repetition of practice. Also, how did they not know what you sounded like when they hired you? <laughs> Were you just silent through the? Inter- I like this guy. He's got moxie. You just didn't talk the whole hiring process. I mean, based on what I know about voices, dude, Reno, at least you don't have Josh Berboni's voice. Because I hear if that's the voice you have, you would really just not be cut for anything. You should probably rip your voice box out. That's what Lucas said. Josh, I don't think so. But Lucas says that you I did say that. Voice. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, totally. Anyway, back to uh, gross. How do you look at look at the name of the city? Do you have the article out? It looks like gross titi. Gross. Gross tete. Gross tete. T e t e. Gross tete. A married couple is being charged after bizarre incident in gross tete involving a deaf dog and a camel's what? genitalia being. Where did the dog come from? And a camel's genitalia being bitten. It is initially believed that the woman bit the camel in its private area while trying to rescue her dog. But now the woman's story isn't quite adding up. New surveillance video you and think? the police report are shedding some light on the situation. Uh, deputies responded to the tiger truck stop in gross tete on. It's probably what? Tete? I would think, but I like Tete. I think that should be the name of the, the episode. Gross Tete. Gross Tete? Gross Tete. Okay. But spell it out that way. T-E-T-A-Y. Tete. Tete. Gross Tete. Tete. <laughs> no, we can't say Tete. We, we can't go down that road. That's, that's what that's it does. The, that, those chapters are closed, Lucas. You can't revisit it. Uh, on a medical call, the responding deputy spoke with Edmund, 73, and Gloria, 68. Uh Edmund claimed he and his wife were visiting the camel with their small dog when the camel reached under a barbed wire fence and snatched the dog, bit him, and tossed him. 
But the forcing camel his did? wife, yeah, forcing his wife to crawl under the fence to rescue the dog. He claims that once she was in the camel's pen, the camel bit his wife and their dog, then sat on his wife as he tried to push the camel off of her. Dang, dude, this camel's got attitude. I mean, how couldn't you move out of the way if the camel was like trying to sit on you? I Not mean, I with, just don't. Have you seen camel genitalia? I mean, did she get bit and then she was like, oh, it fell down because she was so like, you know, <laughs> she was like, it was like in that scene from oh, it was autofocus. Like the sto- it was like the stones, the stone cold stunner just got dropped on her. He was like, I thought and it was she was down and then I thought it know. was like in Austin Powers when that guy's going to get hit by the um <laughs> that big rolling thing and he's like no and, and he's standing like a there whole room away yeah <laughs> and then waiting. the camel like cracked open two beers and chugged them like Steve Austin he's like, and then That's it, right flipped off all of America yeah corporate oh America God. anyway uh, he goes on to say that Gloria bit the camel's genitalia in a desperate attempt to get the camel off her, and that the camel also bit his left elbow. What? He claims Gloria suffered, suffered in abdominal injuries as well as injuries to her neck, shoulder, right arm, and head as a result of the camel sitting on her. The couple also claims the camel was the aggressor, and they did nothing wrong. He also shouted very rude comments about their physical appearance <laughs> and claimed... That they were dirty pirate hookers. Are um, they going to sue the camel? That's what I need sh- to know. In a shocking turn of event, witness statements cl- witness statements collected by the office contradict several points in the couple's story. Both witnesses reported to deputies that Edmund told them the deaf dog ran to the pen and couldn't hear the couple calling for it because the dog is deaf. Uh, he further reported to witness that the camel was trying to stomp on the dog, so he climbed under the fence to retrieve the dog and his wife. The witnesses say Edmund's elbow was injured, and while he was climbing under the fence, and that he was not, in fact, bitten by the camel. Witnesses also reported that Edmund told them that he and his wife had been throwing dog treats into the camel's pen when the dog ran under the fence. This directly contradicts the couple's claim that the dog was snatched by the camel. I, They found dog treats inside the... I mean, this thing just keeps going. Um, here's a breakdown of the video. I, I guess we might just have to link this one for people. There's a lot here. I'm not yeah. going to watch the video right now. So basically... They just have a shitty dog that they don't watch, and so they try yeah. to blame the camel. Is that what I'm to understand here? That's that's I guess what so. I'm thinking. The sheriff's office report notes that there's a sign posted on a pole at the camel's pen advising visitors to not cross the restricted <clears throat> fence line. And no deputies later a contract <laughs> later contacted the couple of the local hospital and determined Edmund's elbow injury was consistent with crawling under the fence, indicating he was not actually bitten by the camel. They were both issued a misdemeanor summons for criminal trespassing and not having their dog on a <laughs> leash. Um, I mean, testicle biting. I don't know what to make of it. I guess do I applaud this woman for doing what it takes to save her animal? I mean, now here's the question: If she it's, bit that, she bit that beanbag. But if it's not true, why would you say that you bit the testicles of a camel? I don't understand why that part had to be. In I the mean, story. yeah. I guess if all if all the things you're going to extrapolate, I mean, is that going to be like, uh, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know what else to do, so I, I, couldn't, I bit the camel's I couldn't decide between the camel's testicles or the taint, so I went for the testicles, but I was thinking about the taint. I was thinking about it. Couldn't quite I mean, get to it. Because as I, as I said, camel was sitting on me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> didn't I think mean, it's that's... pride. I, you show me your testicles, I'm going to bite them. I haven't I... seen a testicle yet that I haven't bit. <laughs> I'm just saying, watch your testicles when you're around me, because I'm. Uh, 
Oh my God. I mean, Dan, as always, glorious. I mean, <laughs> it was great. I can't. I mean, you can't um, make Ke- this up. I mean, she can make it up, apparently. She can make it up. Uh, Kevin shared this one on her Discord also right before, I think it was either right before the episode or aired right after it. And I actually had heard this on the uh, radio station as well. And I mean, I don't know what to make out of this thing. The story, it, this is this is fucking weird, guys. Um, <laughs> this is this website is called Ruin My Week. Headline is: Parents accused of abandoning adopted child say she is actually 22 and tried to kill them. Um, okay. So it was seems like the plot of a horror movie, and in fact, it was. Check out 2009's Orphan. A mother of three <laughs> and her now ex-husband have been accused of felony neglect for abandoning her adopted daughter. Except the mother claims that Natalia, in fact, is a 22-year-old sociopath who's trying to kill her. Um, this woman, in the suspect in question, she is a author. She's a parenting author and motivational speaker. So oh. take that into in mind as she's also accused of abandoning her child. So okay. um, she and her husband adopted Ukrainian-born Natalia in May 2010 from Florida. Her history was mostly mysterious. She'd been in the U.S. for two years, had a Ukrainian birth certificate reading September 4th, 2003, and had been given up by her previous adopted parents. So at this point, according to the birth certificate, she'd be seven years old. Um, she also suffers from a bone growth disorder called, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It's a type of display. Way too many syllables in yeah, that. It's a type of dysplasia. The condition causes short stature, vision problems, and skeletal abnormalities. Um, they wrote that, you know, they always wanted to have a larger family and she had complications for her pregnancies. She, she couldn't have more children. And they had at the time they had a privileged life. So she felt it important to help other people with their privilege. I think I got it. Could. Spondylope, spondylope, spondylopa nope. metaphysical dysplasia. Spondylopa, me- spondylopa I, I metaphysical. I, I think I got it. <laughs> spondylope. Well, you get there and you're like, how is there that many syllables in this damn thing? There's too many vowels. She continues that life with Natalia was not what she expected. For one, the nine-year-old seemed much older than she should be. She spoke in a more mature way and had an adult vocabulary. She was always drinking. (laughs) she, She sat off the company of teenagers. And Christine was shocked to find out the girl had fully developed pubic hair while getting her ready for bath. That's kind of actually the one thing that I saw too was her teeth in like you know seven years old. Usually you got a missing tooth in there somewhere. I feel like true. Um, at the time I ran a little <laughs> school. I ran a little school, and I remember she said to me, "These children are exhausting. I don't know how you do it." I was like, "You're supposed to be a child yourself." It was something another mom would say as she dropped her kids off. She Christine said she said, said something was off, but things were about to get even more disturbing. She asserts that Natalia began smearing bodily fluids on the walls making death threats. She was eventually treated for a host of psychiatric disorders. During her treatment, doctors began to uncover more of her story, including her own claim that in 2012, she claimed she was 18. A March 2012 letter from the Barnett's primary care physician indicates that McLaren thought Natalia's 2003 birth certificate was not accurate and that Natalia had been pretending to be a young child. A bone, ten- a bone density death test suggested that she was at least 14 or even older. So she was definitely lying about her age either way. Yeah. She would make statements and draw pictures saying she wanted to kill family members, roll them up in a blanket, and put them in the backyard. I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that in my coffee, and I asked her, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. She's not a very good assassin. <laughs> no. 
Um, eventually, they helped get Natalia on her own feet after a judge corrected her birth year to 1989. They put her up in her own place, helped her get an ID, and even offered to send her to college. Then they moved to Canada and left her behind. Smell you later. Well, if she's an adult, yeah. then they didn't uh, they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you can't so leave her optimi- adult behind. She had food stamps. They were optimistic she was going to get her you know life together. But then she fell off the grid. Natalia fell off the grid, and the family feared that she, once again she was like doing the same behaviors, trying to pose as a child to take advantage of another family. Well, I mean, she's displaying some. She's dis- mental. Yeah, yeah, she's got she's some, got mental, some health mental problems. Concerns. Um, Daily Mail TV uh, uh, obtained an affidavit of probable cause that states further bone density tests on June 2010 placed her age at eight years old. So there's that. Um, then there's responses about the lawyers. And here's the thing. I, I don't know what at first when I first showed this on the on the radio, I was like, oh, my God, these parents are a-holes. But then I read this article and then I read another article that sort of supports this claim and it gave us more backstory about this this girl. Clearly, she has. There's. She's not being treated. She needs some help there for mental, for mental health concerns. But also, yeah, I. What seven year old says things, acts things like that, and then the, just the the physical concerns too. Because one of the one of the other articles, not to be too graphic, but talked about um, menstrual cycle was happening and mm. things like that. Pretty yeah. sure that doesn't. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces of evidence that point to that this person is not um actually seven years old, okay? Yes, yes. So what, what we're saying I mean, is, don't... obviously, there's there's these weird uh, biological anomalies and flukes that can happen in younger people than what we normally see this occur. But yes, I don't think that's the case here. What we're saying is, don't adopt anyone. Ever. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. You can't afford I don't know how you can. Someone can ever afford to adopt anyone. That's and, true. you know, and unfortunately, you know, in this thing, it's like all the adoptions are from overseas. And we have many children in this. Home. Not to, like, beat the drum of America, but I mean, there's children here. I don't know why you sounded like this. You. We have many children here. <laughs> we have many children here. Good children I need have, a home. I have I five have... children in garage. You can have one. Twenty thousand. <laughs> Twenty euros. We talk. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say. And, what and, and, nationality and, are we? Here? And you like bowling, like cousin Nico. We go bowling. Come hey, on. cousin. Why don't you take me to bowling anymore? <laughs> oh, you try to complete mission? Ah, no, we go bowling. We play darts. Come on. Ah. <laughs> And this this last headline I saw myself skinny Matt also shared in the discord because it's a doozy <clears throat> headline reads this comes from M live our local one of our lo- local West Michigan media sites porn video played on highway billboard for at least 15 minutes please say yep that's right man that's Auburn long Hills for me to go this three happen- times <laughs> <laughs> over in uh <laughs> who here we go um in Auburn Hills, Detroit, police say a pornographic film that was displayed on a digital billboard along I-75 Saturday night was played for several minutes before it was taken down. We believe that the video may have been playing for at least 15 to 20 minutes before it was turned off. We said believe. Auburn Hills police. I was going to say, they always sound like they're from like the south. Oh, we believe that uh, the video was played for at least uh, 15 to 20 minutes, Bob, before it was turned off. We weren't oh. exactly sure if it was woman on woman, woman on man. Man on man, because that's that's where we're at in society today. I mean, we we, <laughs> we can't don't draw judge. the line. We're not going to point the finger, but there were fingers being pointed at something on there. Okay, <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about it now. 
And that's um, the real tragedy. The department began receiving calls about the about the film around 11 p.m. Saturday night. The billboard located on the east side of I-75, south of M59, displays <clears throat> images that face both northbound and southbound, meaning the film was visible to travelers traveling each way along the highway. Offers, off, officers arrived on scene and witnessed Asifers. the video being displayed. At that time, we were able to contact an emergency contact for the private business, which operates the sign, and able to shut down the sign. <laughs> private <Wow>. business. <laughs> Police were investigating, da-da-da-da-da. Since forth, there's been a headline, another follow-up that's been published. that says, two suspects scaled six-foot fence to put porn on Michigan Freeway billboard. Two things. Um, how long did anyone, how long when they came upon the scene... How long do you think they just stood there and stared at it before somebody was like, so are we going to do anything about this? Or are we just going to keep staring at this billboard? And two, who the hell calls it pornographic film? It's a porn video. Like nobody went out and rented from <laughs> Blockbuster. Do you have any pornographic films do you have, in the background? Do you have any, um, any uh, classics with Ron Jeremy? Uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan says people were complaining because they didn't fast forward to the good parts. That's too true. Much too, much too much dialogue. It's too much talk about the pizza. What the hell? So two kids, they obviously they scaled the six foot fence, broke into this building that housed the computer equipment that you know that you can queue up what's displayed on there. Uh, suspects, suspects were captured on video inside the building where they were able to access the computer and play the pornographic video on the billboard. The two suspects got into the building at ten forty nine. Da 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 da. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's a lot more there, but it's, I, it's hilarious, I think. You know, you've seen those, all those those talks about people like playing Mario Kart on billboards inside stadiums and stuff like that. Oh, well, yeah, dude. Here in Michigan, we got some good old Pornhub being streamed up there on your old your old billboards. It's funny. I saw, like, um, one, one of the news articles I posted, someone, you know, a screenshot, someone posted on social media. It was like, there's porn being played on the billboard. Lol. F my ass. You know, all the stuff. You know, classic. I love it. Internet, classic. don't ever change. Society, this is this is the things we live with. I love it. I hate it, but it's all good at the same time. So you go. That is how you go around the web here in Fluxbuzz Land. Nice. I like it. There was a lot to there was a lot to unpack, as they say. I mean, there really is. Hey, Lucas, did, that's how we go around the web in Fluxbuzz Land. Yeah. So what's so, next? So not, how about we do a little what you playing? <laughs> Around, I mean, what you playing? Do you see how I did yeah. that? Hey, you see how I set hey. That up? hey. Hey, Lucas, <laughs> did you notice that, that we included <clears throat> the around the web section? <laughs> and I need you to get ready for the next section. I appreciate that, it. Cousin, I appreciate. Do you want to play darts? I mean. Yeah, I do. Sean, you just missed some great. It's probably some of the best around the web articles we've had. It's true. In the history of the around the web segment on the award winning, most nominated podcast for International Podcast Day. Are we a news podcast now? I mean, could we cons- could we be considered? I don't want to put us in a box, you know. Well, that's correct, Wendy. We all wear masks. <laughs> metaphorically speaking. I was gonna. I was doing I the uh, helicopter. I I don't know why that quote's always stuck with me from that fine new line film, The Mask, starring Jim Carrey. But that's a good one. It is. I mean, Jim Carrey makes yeah. anything good now and then. Look, can he make Sonic the Hedgehog good? <laughs> that remains well. That remains to be seen, Jason. But uh, to Back answer to your you. question, are are we a news <laughs> podcast? I mean, well, I can't. Here's what I can tell you: what we aren't. <laughs> 
we're not really a gaming podcast. We're not really a good podcast. We're not really a popular podcast. Oh, but can we be a news podcast? <sighs> More at 11. I'm going to have to put out a poll on that. I mean, oh, my God. I know. That's what I left. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I can't wait to get my awesome man. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I played Ostronauts. That those were those were the days. That was the dream, you know, just hanging out, playing Ostronauts, not worrying about a kid, not worrying about my job, just climbing the ladders, man. That's right. Playing against That's those people with terrible connections, like Ooh, every other. It's like, it's like playing game. everything on Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Lucas, do you want to? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, tell me about say. these. Tell me about these fine. Wow, you watch really two great movies. This, <laughs> Wait, I did. They're they're really? what I like to call S class movies because <laughs> they start with S. For Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, I wish. Um, did I did there? Yes, I did. But you're thinking of the wrong. I know. I'm thinking of the wrong Shazam. Yeah, main. Um, yeah. So, well, let's get let's get the other one out of the way first. I watched Star Crash with uh, our our Lord and Savior Thomas. Tomas Servosa. Tomas Servosas. So wait, did you do a watch along? Yeah, I mean, it was more of like a, I I basically solicited him to be my friend for well, an hour and a half. <laughs> there might be some people that are listening to this podcast that don't know what a watch along is. Like, mm, that sounds like kind of fun. What is that? Like, I've never well, heard that term before. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, it's uh, it's where a bunch of people try uh-huh. to take their schedules and line them up okay. so that they can watch a movie together. But not just any movie. Oh. It's a shitty movie. Oh, so like, all right. I like the, my, my uh, typical Friday night then. Yes. We bring the shit for some people. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, they don't watch yeah, shitty right. movies. We, uh, we, we usually, we riff on them. Even if there's already riffs, you know, we have an enjoyable time, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, brother. I didn't. I mean, it's it's the key ingredient and in how shitty the movie has to be. Like yes. what I realized is that we're really just, um, in a electronic, non physical sense, doing the Chad Ice bad films for awesome people thing that he yes. that we're always invited to that we never go to because we're not in our twenties and we have many responsibilities. Starts at and, nine p.m. Cool, won't be there. <laughs> yeah, so, starts starts at nine p.m. and you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's cool. on a Thursday. What? Okay. You can totally go, Lucas. Just bring uh bring your bring your daughter. Yeah, we're gonna smoke totally. pot afterwards. We're gonna be up until about one or two in the morning. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> we don't we we don't just to be clear, we don't do any of that in the flex of us watch longs because we are much no. much we're, we're much more square than that. Okay, guys, don't worry. It's hip to be square, we, uh, we promise. That's right. We drink uh I've been drinking chocolate milk. I've been living on the wild side. What was I talking about? Uh Star Crash. Star Crash. How, Star how Crash. Yeah, so basically I hit up Tom. I was like, you know what? We've been talking about this for like a month, maybe more than that, longer than that. I was like, let's just watch it. I feel like watching it. I was in that weird mood where you're in a funk and you're like, I don't know what I feel like doing. And I thought, you know what? This sounds great. I need some Star Crash up in my life. So this was a uh, Rift, or not Rift Tracks, um, MST3K, uh, mm, the, okay. the return. Um, so I think after they did the gauntlet, or no, before they did the gauntlet. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because we last did... Uh... Mac and me, which was part of the gauntlet. Yes, yes. So this was not. But you know what? It's okay because it was funny. And uh, it was basically a shitty sci-fi movie that came out directly after Star Wars and some Just Italian guy. On, yeah. Yeah. They were like, we could do this too. There was at least 
an hour and a half worth of footage of just shitty ships flying in space. You know, like not really going anywhere, just like. I think I like how the the villain. I'm assuming that was the villain character. Like we want to like cross between. We want space race Al Ghul. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. And then, and just for the hero, or like we want shitty David Hasselhoff. His voice was amazing. I don't know who the hero was. There were multiple people all doing kind of the same thing. Well, the guy with the hair. There's like the guy with the the. the He's the best damn pilot in the universe. And, And then there's the mostly almost naked leather chick. That does yes. the karate chops. She was not Barbarella. All, all I know about and all I know about this movie, folks, is is gifts. I've That's true. You don't know what you don't know and what you should know is about the robot who also had a southern accent. You missed wow. out on that. I, My I favorite that. character. I didn't personally. know that was a thing in space. Spoilers. He dies, but he comes back to life. <laughs> they reanimated a robot? They did. They rebuilt him. They made him better, faster. But also stronger. He, you he make does, me better. I don't think he ever did anything that a robot would need to do. I think he was basically just a human. <laughs> like him being a robot had nothing to was no boon on this entire adventure. That if if I remember correctly, so it was ridiculous. But I loved it. It was hilarious. It was exactly what I needed. Oh, the bad guy's ship was a fist. It literally had. It was like a hand, flat palm up. You know, there's no up in space, but we'll say palm up. And then when it goes into battle position, it gets it turns into fist or it's ready to. So it's like it's like the master hand. Yeah, kind of a little bit crazy hand playing, playing defense for the Detroit Lions, just punching, punching <laughs> the balls <laughs> out. Still didn't help. Um, no. Yeah, and that did absolutely nothing, by the way. Ship can do that. Oh. Didn't they didn't blew do up. anything? They blew up. Oh, OK. Mm. Spoilers. Uh, the other movie I watched was Shazam! Exclamation point. With Shaquille O'Neal. No, you wish. With Zachary Levi? Is it Zachary Levi? I don't, with not Spider-Man kid. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He's not Spider-Man. I know that. Yeah, it is Zachary Levi. Played. He's Shazam. Who's that guy? He's the guy that played Shazam. Oh, he, oh wait, is he the older guy? I yeah, thought he was the he was kid. Chuck, the guy Sorry. that was in Chuck. Oh, I don't know about I, kid actors. I was going to say, I just assumed you knew the kid name because of what you said about kids before. Five in your garage or whatever. Um, I mean, I don't know their names. <laughs> the five in my garage aren't that kid. Why would I know him? That's right. Um, so, speaking of Spider-Man, you know what? I kind of felt like, as far as the tone of this movie goes, it was kind of like Spider-Man. It was jokey. It was fairly lighthearted. Um, my biggest problem, I guess, was that with these more recent Spider-Man movies, the villains are a little bit better. I haven't seen uh, Homecoming yet, but I felt like in the Far From or Far From Home. Sorry, not Homecoming. Um, I felt like the villain in that movie was was actually good, whereas here it's just your typical wants to rule the world with some power immeasurable you know that whole thing like i gotta prove my worth to everybody and be the most powerful person ever or whatever um but other than that it was fun it was jokey there was a lot of um jokes that actually were relevant as opposed to falling flat and being completely not funny like most dc movies uh i mean 
I feel like they have to get far from the mold <laughs> yes, to make their do. movies good. You know, like this one's a little bit out there. And well, I guess that's not true because Suicide Squad was a little bit out there and that wasn't that wasn't good at all. That was a mess for other reasons. Well, that's a good example of a movie that tried to be funny and just kind of really wasn't. You know, he was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Exactly. I believe I was. As who? How about that? I don't know. Probably just some one-off some character. Some random background guy. I will have to say, though, like I, I fell down a, a Google image search rabbit hole because, you know, he was kind of a scrawny guy. He got shredded for it's not the just role? the suit, you know, making it. I mean, he got he got he got cut. Are you saying he bulked up? He bulked up. Was he, he bulked and sculled up? Lots of protein powders, I'm guessing. I yeah. I mean, it had to have been. Um, protein, protein slurry is what I prefer. Um, speaking of which, I thought the suit would bother me. Oh, can I take off the suit? It doesn't really. I mean, it looks kind of fake, but not fake in the CGI way. Fake in, as in like they blew up his muscles with hair or something. Like, I don't know. He blew up those muscles with muscle milk. Uh, his character name in (laughs) Thor was Fandral. Fandral. Ah, Fandral. Fandral. Fandral with an F? Yeah. Fandral. Fandral. F-A-N-D-R-A-L. Fandral. Um, Can we just say that a few more times for me? Fandral. It's like when you look up how to say a word and you look at the YouTube video and it's like, Fandral. Fandral. They always say it twice. Gotta know. Looks like they've had multiple actors play this role. Shazam? Apparently. No, the Fandral. (laughs) All right. Well, you continue looking at that and I'll talk about Shazam. I'll close off Shazam by saying um, when you when you first start watching the movie, I was like, oh, boy, what is what is this? This is just going to be another bad DC movie. I don't know what it is about that opening. It's kind of like cheesy and I don't know, a little bit weird. And you're just kind of like, "Mm, I don't know. But after that, it starts to get pretty good and you can actually sympathize with the characters. The characters do a good or the actors do a really good job of acting for once. Um, It's not taking itself overly serious, which is a huge help. But it's also not just Marvel either. Like Spider-Man is about as close in tone as it gets, but it's not just. Hey, we're a group of heroes who can also have fun and eat shawarma. <laughs> what do you th- speaking of DC and everything? I'm going to hijack you a little bit. What do you think of this uh, this new uh, Harley Quinn movie? I, I actually just watched the uh, trailer for it. I think they're getting there, but it's still. I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be good. I think it'll be better than Suicide Squad. I th- that okay. That's like that's like saying how if I had like really shitty diarrhea last night, I'm thinking, you know, my poop is probably going to be better today. Still shit, right? <laughs> I mean, it's still shit. I don't but. know. I don't know. I think it's a decent idea. It actually plays well to our current social environment, empowering women and such and whatnot. We di- we didn't really want to do any of that like ten years ago, but now we're okay. Do, are that. they going to randomly stick Batman into this somewhere though? Or are they rally- randomly going to stick Joker into it somewhere? Uh. No, I don't think they should. If they're going to make it about these women, they really shouldn't be like. But also, here's Batman, <laughs> and it's going to be um, Zack Snyder is going to play Batman. It's what, we've, it's, what, it's what we've been progressing to all this time. <laughs> yes, it's true. He's just he just has a camera. On him, he's just is the camera. I'm Batman, but also director of photography. 
<laughs> it's not dark enough in here yet. I'm Kevin Conroy. This Ooh. is Batman. Ooh. Ooh. You ever hear Kevin Conroy do Bruce Wayne? It's like... Yeah. I mean, I have had to have. But have you heard it recently, though? No. It's weird I mean, to go he's back getting, because... He's getting, he's getting older. I mean, well, listen. He, he does... He does Batman and he's like, I'm Batman. But then he does Bruce Wayne and he's like, Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. And so hearing a deep voiced guy suddenly be like, Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne, you know, of Wayne Enterprises. It just sounded really weird. I'm like, I do not remember that at all. So you're like, you're saying he's, we've got like Barry White being Batman and then Josh <laughs> being Bruce Wayne. Oh, so it's that- better than Josh. Oh. I'm sorry, Josh. I don't know when we decided. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's when you made fun of me. That's why I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm just helping because we're a tag team. Back again. Checks in and Rex and let's begin. Dan, Dan's lighting up the chat. What if they just had a different actor play Joker in every DC movie? I think we're kind of headed that place. And then Seth Rogen as the Joker. I did. <laughs> I, yes. I, hey, Batman. <laughs> I care, I, in the PSV you, you chat, I recast everybody. And I think I cast Seth Rogen as the Joker. I, I don't that remember who pheno- was. That would James be phenomenal. Fr- James Franco as somebody. Oh, that's right. Because they were talking about Jonah Hill being the Penguin. But now it's more likely he's going to be Edward Nygma. All right, so here's what we, here's what we can do. This is what we do. You take all that group of people, all those guys that are in all those movies together. Yeah. They they are the bad guys. Okay. Right, yes. Then we take all Adam Sandler's buddies <laughs> and that group, and they are the good guys. Mall cop is Robin. So Rob, <laughs> no, Rob Schneider, I think, would have to be Robin. Oh, gosh, yes. So, you would. know, Adam, Adam Sandler would have to be Batman. Rob Schneider would be Robin. Kevin I'm James Batman, would, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Kevin James would be. Chris Rock would have to be. But, oh, Wolver's, he would be um, uh, the butler, Alfred. And then, uh, oh God, this is uh, who would uh, who would uh, oh Joe? What's his name? Plays Joe Dirt. Why can't I think of the actual actor? <laughs> God, David Spade. David Spade. No, Kevin Nealon would have to be. Kevin Nealon would be Alfred. That'd be great. This is, we're on to something here. I know. This I think, is going to be a Netflix you know, Kevin, Kevin Mar- is really marveled at your connection about bringing back John Leguizamo as Luigi. <laughs> but I think, I think we're really on to something. That's bringing true. the Happy Madison, the Happy Madison cinematic universe into the whatever the hell the Jonah Hill. Basically, the Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow cinematic yeah. universe and smashing them David together. David Spade is Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Ooh, we could um, um, CG. Oh no! If, we, if we're if we're gonna pull from the animated <laughs> film, then then uh, um, Paul Paul Blart would have to be that one cop, that one bumbling cop, that the one detective. Oh yes, you know, the, yes, was... from the animated film. Yeah, he's in yeah. the the um. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Well, I was gonna <sighs> say we could get a CG remake of Chris Farley and and cast him as somebody. Did you know that uh, Porkins was in the Batman movie? The eighty. 80- the original, yeah, the original, no, 1989, but man. So the guy that played Porkins, he was in Indiana Jones. He's the actor that's like at the end of the Last Crusade. That's like top men, and then he played like this detective in in uh, Batman that gets killed by like the quill pen that he throws. Oh, I'm pretty wow. sure. Yeah, they there came from There's... behind. I can't shake him. Yeah. God, All of his is, lines are just the same. I don't know how we got to this point, but this is probably some of the best podcasts we've ever done. Top notch podcast. That might have to be the episode title now. Happy Madison Batman, I think. 
Batman. Because people are going to be intrigued. How did they get to a happy Madison Batman? What is a happy Bat Madison? It kind of sounds like you a can't sex even move. Say it. You can't even say it. That's that's how you don't even know what it happy is. Happy Madison Batman. <laughs> now it's official. Okay, sorry. I'm done now. That, I'm done too. I mean, oh, where am I okay. going to go from that? Shazam, I liked it. That was the end. You're welcome. Internet. I give it a four. Never... <coughs> Out of five. <laughs> Thanks, you. Thank you, Adam Sessler. Uh, as far as myself, we had talked about it forever and we recorded it. So we watched it. The original Catfish documentary. The thing that inspired it all. This is about uh, Neve, who hosts the current iteration of Catfish. At the time, he was a photographer and he had a, he was like 24, and he had a picture that got, I don't remember what it, it, it got a lot of national attention. And because of that, he had this young fan reach out to him and really liked this picture. And she painted his picture, like made a, made a painting of his picture and mailed it to him. So he had started a correspondence back and forth with her. I think she was seven and he talked to her mom. And then, well, then he eventually meets, she had an older sister, gets kind of romantically involved with the sister. That's weird. This, this whole thing starts playing out. But then all of a sudden, like the sister, like they get, get tipped off. And his, after he'd been corresponding with all this, his brother at the time, his brother and his friend are filmmakers and they've directed, um, they've directed quite a few things. Um, one of the. Um, some of the paranormal activity films, a couple other things. I can't, I can't um, recall off right off the top of my head. So they started doc- making a documentary about it because they're like, this is, you know, what is this that's going on? And yeah. eventually gets tipped off because like one night they're talking to her and she's like a songwriter and she's making these songs. Well, then they like, they Google search this. They, she, they, she has them request a song and they just name something and she plays it. And they're like, wow, this is really good. Well, then they just Google that song and they find the exact same recording that she had been using. So that kind of taps, taps, taps it off that he'd been lying to her. And eventually, you know, they confront her what's going on. And it was just, it was really like, I've watched a lot of catfish, a lot of catfish, catfish for years. I'm like marveled by it. And I think in a way this kind of popularized and helped further publicize that whole activity, but it was really good. And it's really interesting to see him as this young, cause you're used to seeing him the more confident, camera guy that he is now and then seeing him as this young kind of naive 24 year old it was kind of a an interesting um contrast um <laughs> a girl said she liked my picture this girl likes me and she's really hot <laughs> she plays music but we never met we've just talked on the phone and it is and then once you pull back the curtain and start you grab that thread and start pulling and then you always it's always interesting to see though the person at the catfish there's always a reason and there's always something that they're either trying to escape from. And then this is how they, you know, escape the reality is into this, this alternate space of being someone else. I can else, be you know? anyone I want. <laughs> I can wear any face. <laughs> oh God. Can I have your but skin? I really, I really liked it. So if you've only watched the show and you've want to see the source material, like, and then it's crazy how this like totally launched his career into something different. It was really good. Uh, completely countercultured all that. I'd read a graphic novel. You know, I can't read it, get through a book, but I can read a 260 page graphic novel. And there's an pictures. There are pictures. I read, as I mentioned from the library, I got a book called upgrade soul. And this is very interesting. It's kind of like not exactly. I can't say it's like retro future, but it's like set in the nineties 
with technology that we don't have. So it's kind of cool where you kind of like go back to an earlier time period and kind of kind of think reimagining of what future tech could be. Hell yeah. Um, and this older couple has, they're well off, but essentially there's like this non FDA approved. They agree to go through this process. That's basically going to clone them into the most optimal versions of themselves. They're going to be better physically, mentally, in all aspects, in memory, uh, recognition, physical strength, everything. And I can't, I don't want to get too much into it. Well, I guess I can say this because it it talks about, and it's right on the cover of the book. But unfortunately, something goes wrong. And instead of that, they're left as these horribly disfigured, almost non-human versions of themselves. So essentially, during the process of growing the, the clones, they had to abandon the project and they're almost they're like not quite they're like advanced developed fetus but that's like what their physical appearance is like they don't have ears they're physically deformed but in terms of their their mental abilities i think they're far superior superior to their original states and in their physical strength as well so the whole they didn't really the book really (laughs) explores like what does it mean to be to truly be human and try to um, what is the true sense of self? Because now you have the original characters now left old and brittle from this experience and now facing these disfigured forms. Well, which, what is truly your soul and what is, it makes you really question your own humanity and what this and that. And there's this whole story that plays out about, I don't know. It was, it was really good. I mean, I really, I like tore right through it. I don't know if I'm, I feel like I'm not doing the greatest job of exploring it, explaining it, but it's, you know, I always like it when there's a self-contained like story like that, that you can get through. And it's not like, it's one thing to read these huge volume, volume, volumes of of, of monthly issues, but it's something else when you get just like that self-contained story with a beginning and end point that you can get through and read and enjoy. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like it has some high concepts that make it hard. To yeah, yeah, it really, it re- it really did. And then like the way it ends too, and it's just like when the way the book ends, you're just like, oh, wow. And boy, I, I chat, you guys are. <laughs> I don't know what this tangent you guys are going on to, but this is these are some places. He found these out. Are, abort, abort. <laughs> these are some places. So upgrade soul. I really, I would really recommend okay, it. it. I just need really to good. do this. Upgrade soul. She's in living in a white bread world. That's all I thought about the whole time. I don't know. I think it's the way that you're saying upgrade soul. <laughs> or maybe upgrade soul going to give it to you. Upgrade soul going to give it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's Saturday night. We're in remember, remember you were worried about being tired and you weren't going to be able to pull off a good show. And I know. This. You're, just, you're just like spitting gold. Oh, I mean. Gold. I think, I think if we had a ticker going across. I mean. The only people in, in in Twitch chat are already patrons, but I mean, we if we had a ticker that was like the patron link, the patron. I mean, we'd be giving out, we'd be having monthly giveaways again Boop. at this point. That we'd get one. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, it, you know, it's fall. All the shows are coming back on, so we're watching all these new TV shows: um, Stump Town, Evil, Emergence. Those are all on various networks. All one word shows. Stumptown, she's like a bounty, not really Project a bounty hunter. Free, it's uh, Colby Smolders from yes. uh, one of my favorite sandwiches. And what it, uh, <laughs> she's in the Marvel stuff. She's yes. like this. 
Those she's are the like only this, two things I know her from. This honestly. gritty, I don't know. It's good. It's work. It detective? works. I like it. Yeah, she's yeah, she's not a detective, but she is kind of thing. It's good. Um, evil. Uh, Luke Cage is in it. Ooh. So it, this kind of looks like, he's like he, he works. He works for the Catholic Church, and he's partnered, met up, and recruited this. Um, she was like the star Young witness boy. for for the prosecution. She worked. And uh, I, I don't. I don't want to say she's. I don't want to say she's a psychiatrist, but she's like her her task was to like you know examine suspects and you know help 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 the prosecution determine you know, why they caused these murders. This and that. Well, now they're investigating these horrible crimes and trying to connect if it's possession or you know mental health or what's going on. Like, are these people really possessed? Is this darker? You know, it's that whole like we've seen in films, insert films and TV shows before that exploration of of evil in in religion demons and, and that's on fox i no, that's on cbs i think i don't you know i can't remember what network any of these are on but it'll it, be it seems pretty good i mean <laughs> right there's only there's only one episode of each of these so i can't really say a whole lot and then the last one was emergence which is like this whole thing like there's this plane crash and there's no bodies and it was like covered up but they find this little girl at the scene and she has like these weird powers apparently wait a second so are you saying they didn't let the bodies hit the floor in this case. <laughs> no, sorry. fine. The, the... <clears throat> Very musically. Uh, hey, hey Lucas, why'd you listen to what I'm saying? Just <laughs> now you know how it feels. Sorry to derail you, but I'm going to right now. Uh, so those are all things. Emergence. I don't know what the. I don't know. You know, we'll see how the seasons play out. And lastly, we watched. We finished it now. It's on Netflix. I never. You know, randomly you scroll through what's suggested for you, and usually it's a lot of crap. And you know, it's it's. Around, Do you share an account? Or do you have separate accounts for Netflix? Oh no, we all have we have we have profiles. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Profiles. profiles. Yeah, because if you share one, if as soon as my wife uses my account, because she's that's why we have profiles. Server, yeah, I'm just like, why are there just cold case murder mysteries like spread littered throughout my suggestions? It's terrible. I have to respond to Sean. Um, no, we have other profiles simply for that because we did it at one point and then I was getting all like these Victorian era stuff like recommended to me and it just <laughs> was like, nope. Down, downtown Abbey. <laughs> so we, I found it's called Requiem. There's only one season. Uh, I think it was like 2018. It's a BBC production and Netflix. So it's like kind of follows that similar f- that you get for any like British series. You know, there's only four to six episodes but each one's like you know an hour like look at if you watch sherlock there's like four episodes but they're all like two hours right you know um so this is like really interesting like hard to explain because it like deals with like this woman who gets drawn to this um other part of england to like explore this missing after her mom dies to explore this girl's disappearance and then there's like this whole plot that's ongoing about uh stolen identities and then there's like this whole other overarching plot of possession and magic and angels summoning and it goes into a lot of weird places and and it was really good actually um it's it shot really well the acting was really well i uh it's only six episodes 40 like 50 minutes each and then unfortunately i don't think there i don't think there's ever gonna be any other seasons and because it kind of ends not really on a cliffhanger but it does raise a lot of questions that I don't think we'll ever get answered, but it was really good for only six episodes. So now it's like, it's like October. So now it's like, I want to watch, you know, my fear fest, my 30, whatever, however many nights of Halloween they have on AMC. And yeah, 
I mean, this is Donnie Reese season, right? I mean, oh, that's true. That's a good point. I mean, I'm in there too. I just started watching uh, uh, scary movies and stuff. Do you think he? You think I can borrow borrow his uh, Shutter login and I can watch all the movies on Shutter? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to ask him. Can Can we share logins? Is that a thing people do on the internet? Ooh, you give me. Remember, your... when you, remember when you had that guy from the hockey league's HBO login for like three Hell, years? Yeah, I until do. Until they finally changed their password. Yes, I do. Why? Yes, I do. Uh, it was. You're great. like, I, I, I can't watch Game of Thrones no more. <laughs> well, it's because my pass button was broke. Nama. Red Dragon. Nama. That was his name. Nama. That's my Phil Collins. What song? Su Su Sulia. Nama. I don't know. How about this one? Can you feel it coming in the air tonight? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you stare at that billboard long enough. I think you're going to. <laughs> not if I don't know why you sounded. Not if we don't blow up that Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't get off to the Death Star. <laughs> um, and that's it, man. That's all the things I watched. I'm still trying to get through the book. We watched of, a lot of uh, stuff that I've been reading for a while. I finished Link's Awakening. It was great. I don't know what I'm gonna play now. Oh, I'm gonna play Dead Space too. Duh, yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's everything. Nice. That's everything. We, that's the show. I really. I mean. Yeah, we're at that. We're we're about we at hit, that time. We hit we hit the end of the document. It means we have to. We can't do anything else. That's all we got. I mean, we talked about gonna, testicles. We talked about yeah. possibly twenty-two year olds. Um, we talked about. We talked, well, let's be porn. specific. We talked about biting testicles. Biting testicles. We talked about the greatest mashup in the history of cinema, Happy Madison with Apatow Productions. Seth Rogen and Joker. In a Batman, in the Batman DC <laughs> cinematic universe. Took it. Took Ketchup. Onion. Can all the tuxedos I fucked up. I can't get enough of like, I can't get enough of the, the guttural. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just kind of sound like Santa Claus a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's how you got to do it. Think of Santa Claus, but like Joe Dirt Grittier. It's true. I can think it, but can I do it? Apparently not. You can do some Ray Romano, though. Deborah, what? <laughs> I didn't <All> know. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. That's time for me to say thank you to all our patrons. I, I don't know why you're patrons, but thank you, please. But special thanks to our arbiters of awesomeness, Josh Brown, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servar, Executors of Excellence, Edwin Cowell, Sean Capri, and Bow. Please bow before the Crusaders of the Legion, Dan Anthony, and Josh Perboni. We thank you all for your support. If you want to join the Flux Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash Flux We got the safe space. We got the Flux radio. All the great things that you're going to want to have and experience and hold. To end the show tonight, we have an overclocked remix coming to you from OCRemix.org. It's coming from Danky King, six, uh, Donkey Kong Country. It's called OSHA Violation. It is by Ruben Six, Earth Kid, and Sluffy. Of course, Donkey Kong Country released 1994 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System by Nintendo. And this is arranging the music of one song, Fear Factory. So again, this is OSHA Violation. You can find it and so many more at OCRemix.org. I hope you like it. We're going to be all done. We'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye. Farewell. Come talk poop on Discord. Say goodbye. Ta-ta. Farewell. We'll talk about the poop. Boom.
All right, what am I supposed to be hearing now? I want to hear it. Play me it. There you go. You should be able to hear it now. Uh, so this is a one-of-a-kind piece. Very nice. There's no other one it's like this particular one in the world. And you can see the tracks go this way. This way. And um, uh, it's really cool shake, shake, because shake, shake, shake. It, it records much more accurately than... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, that does happen every uh, once in a while. That can't be good. Uh, well, that, that does happen every once in a while. That, 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 that yeah, can't be good. That. Did, you, did you mean to break that there? Is, is, are you done with that? Uh, <laughs> is it, is, are you, remember, remember that when they had that competition to get one of the, the girls to pose in Playboy? Ooh, between, no, I don't. Yeah, it was between, like, who were the hosts back then? There was Kat. Um... Amy, I think was her name, who dated Kevin Rose for a while. And then, of course, what's her name from uh, Adam Sussler's co-host? Oh, Morgan, oh, Morgan, Morgan Webb. Web. With two bees. <laughs> two bees, so like boobies. Oh, two bees. Oh, why aren't we live right now? That's she my question. Point, she pointed, pointed to, to her two bees. I, you know what? I thought about that a couple of days ago, actually. I'm going live on this. Mor Morgan Webb's BBs. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to name the episode that. <laughs> two Bs. Morgan Webb's Two Bs. Uh, that's not politically correct. I don't give a shit. You can't say that's things what we like have, that anymore. That's what we have Think Space for. Uh, I just want to show where I can say whatever I want. Listen to us. We, we, we have that show. It's called Safe Space. No, we don't. We haven't made it yet. Until it's well, made, until it's in my hand. I don't believe it. I'm leaving it up to you and Cody. Oh, shit. We're screwed. More like P, probably. Less shit. More P. I feel like I should be playing DDR. Ooh, yeah. Um... Up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, cross, right. Cross, double, cross, double, cross, double, cross, double, cross, double, cross, double, double, up, down, left, right, cross, cross. Then you get that. And pull. One, two, three, two, three. We've DDR'd. I see your DDR skills are almost as good as mine. <laughs> That's right. You know, I was, when I first started DDRing, you were there. I didn't know you could use the little bar. I thought that was like cheating. And then you watch Ooh. professionals play and they literally just lean on that the whole time. It's like, well, that's not impressive. You don't get to break dance with a walker next to you. Make any sense. I mean, yeah, but then you can do some sweet moves and like spin around. Spinoramas. Like, you know, like how in every action movie there's that scene where someone's like bent over and the other person rolls across their back. Yes. It's like and they're like, I literally Whoa. just saw that in the um, Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's why it comes to mind frequently. So you could do like that type of move, but you hold the bar and you're like, you kick your legs up and you're like, Whoa. it's true. It's true. Could. I feel like, why do I feel like I get the, the impression that like Josh is like a secret DDI or like competition master? You think so? That's like something he, like, well, look at, look at his, look at his stories of his life and the things he's done. Just, True. Like, pocket DDR master. Also, I enjoy the current back and forth you two are having of impressions. <laughs> yes, yes. I hate the uh, sound of my uh, voice. <laughs> uh, I'm Lucas. I yell at my dog. Uh, I don't sleep. I'm bad. 
<laughs> I got too many games to play. And then like, I don't like my voice. My name's Josh. I drink beer all the time. I'm the only person who's ever been jealous of Mickey Mouse's voice. <laughs> <laughs> don't mention Mariah Carey or I'll kill him. <laughs> oh, <God>. ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the best pre-show ever. Uh, you know, he could drink me under the table, though. I will say that. Guy puts him away. <sighs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ooh. We it's say. Bang, bang. We get, want, we get started a here in a few minutes, in a minute, in, a, in yeah. one second. Yeah, hot minute. Hot minute. Three, two, one. Just kidding. That's way too fast. I was like, oh gosh, I don't have, I'm not looking at something that I should be looking at. Oh, no. Could you imagine if I would just go podcast, podcast now, go.